Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 45 of the Debt-Free Dad podcast. You know, money is connected to every area of your life, but many people make the critical mistake and think that it's just about math and numbers. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know that that's not what we're all about here. We're all about the habits, the choices, and the behavior. But would you believe that your finances also can affect your health, especially if you're dealing with debt, payments, and financial stress? And today we're going to be sharing seven ways debt could be making your health worse, hopefully providing you more of a reason to get this stuff paid off once and for all. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson Debt-Free Dad, and we would love to connect with you. And uh, guys, so today we're talking about physical and a little bit of mental health as it relates to money and personal finance. And I think for a lot of people out there, and I don't know if you guys want to share a little bit of your personal experience with some of this stuff, but I think for a lot of people, when they actually hear these statistics, I know when I speak or if I do a class or a workshop, you know, sometimes the chat or even sometimes people in the audience will just be like almost shocked or dumbfounded by how much financial stress can affect so many different areas of your life. And and physical health is is one of those areas, especially as it relates to stress. And And I know from our own personal experience, stress was pretty heavy there for quite some time, uh, about 10 years ago, before we started really getting on a plan with this stuff. I think I, w- I would be dumbfounded by that earlier because I never really understood it until you get on the other side of it and you realize how much it really was affecting me. Like I didn't, you only know what you know, you know, and if you're just used to debt, you always do it. You're used to just what n- most normal people do, then you don't really associate all these health issues with it until you get out of it and you get past it. And you're like, Oh man, I'm spending a lot of time as we go through some of these today. I mean, these just all resonate with me of what, what, how we felt throughout that process. Yeah. You don't realize how much the weight is on your shoulders when you're in it. Like you're all enclosed in it and you don't realize until you're that weight comes off and you're like, Oh wow, this is what this feels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like if you eat junk food for a long time and you just have some really bad eating habits and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm going to change my eating habits. You start eating better and you're like, holy crap, I feel so much better. I'm like not as tired. I'm not as sluggish. Like I don't feel as crappy, right? And it's, Are you talking I think, to me? <laughs> <laughs> but no, but for real, I think... I think finances are kind of the same way. You almost kind of just get used to those feelings. But when you actually start working on some of this stuff, and, and I mean, Amber, you are you see the celebrations that we have in Roots, and you see, you can almost feel the stress melting off of people as they're celebrating their first emergency fund savings or or they're selling, celebrating their first credit card getting paid off. You can, you can almost feel that grossness like falling away from them as they're talking about it. And well, I mean, we even have people that just are like, I, I'm almost addicted to paying off my debt because as you start getting those wins, it feels good. Your life improves. A lot of this this gross feeling that we have around personal finance, it, it, it goes away, especially the uh, stress side of things. And and that's the one we want to kick it off with here first is that 
Uh, number one, debt and financial challenges cause a lot of stress. And we're going to be uh, referencing several articles and some studies that were done uh, through today's podcast. But the first one is, according to a Northwestern Mutual study, money also emerged as a dominant source of stress. In fact, it was the number one source of stress in this study, 44% dramatically outpacing personal relationships, 25% and work stress, which is 18%. And I know just based on reading articles, you know, a lot of people talk about work stress, work-life balance and all that, but I think sometimes the finances, they they tend to get ignored and overlooked. Like that is a, that's a big part of why you probably are stressed out. If you're one of these 78% out there that live paycheck to paycheck, more than likely your finances are playing a big part in the stress that you're feeling right now. Yeah, it was very stressful for us um, when we were living this life, you know, and even even like now, I mean, now that we're on the other side of it, you know, through this whole COVID mess that we've been through, um, I'm not to say that, you know, hey, we don't care or, you know, we're not worried at all, but the level of anxiety and fear that we would have had if this would have happened while we were deep in debt would have been just completely amplified. Um where it is now, you know, we are, yeah. Do we have concerns? Sure. We don't, you know, we don't want bad things to happen. Um, but we also know that there's just this very secure feeling now that if they did, we, we'd be fine. It's not, it wouldn't hurt us like it would before. So, um, I mean, anxiety, the fear of it, huge things for us before, um, you know, not only anxiety and fear of like not making your bills, but the anxiety and fear of other people finding out that we're so in debt. You know what I mean? There's, there's also the anxiety and fear of keeping up this facade that you are trying to portray to everybody that you don't want people to, to see, you know? And I remember like, how do we pay this? How do we, how could we get money so that people don't know that we had to borrow money to do this, to make it look like we could do it, you know? And it's just, getting rid of all that is a huge stress reliever. Yeah. Shame, shame is huge. And, and in fact, I bet you shame is probably one of the top reasons most people never really reach out and say, I need help with this because they, they just are so ashamed and embarrassed to their situation. No question. I I know I've been there. So I was surprised when I read these numbers that it was 18% stress for work um, because I felt during the time that it was like, my job was so stressful and I had, but I had to keep the job that I didn't like that to pay for the debt that I had. And I didn't put two and two together that if I just got rid of that debt, that I could get rid of that job. Yeah. Right. It's, but it it always felt like the job was, would have been the more stressful part at the time. Right. You were just misdirecting that stress towards the job. That's all (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Some of the other statistics guys, they said that 54% feel anxiety, 54%. That's over half the population. 53% over half feel insecure about their finances and 40% have fear. I mean, those are, those are real numbers and these are prior to COVID. I mean, this was, you know, back in 2013, 2017, some of these studies that we're talking about here today. So, um, you know, it's like, like you said, Ryan, a lot of that stuff's just been amplified, I think. The next one is depression and anxiety. And I can't really speak too much to the depression side of things, but I know for sure uh, anxiety was running really high, at least for me, you know, just always feeling on edge. I mean, Amber, you mentioned at work, just, you know, and, and we've we've talked about this in in other, like another podcast that we talked about how how financial stress affects your job, you know, just, you know, taking it out on other people and just, you know, taking those feelings and you're just, you're just misdirecting that, you know, instead of dealing with the real problem, you're almost making more problems out of the situation. But from MarketWatch, this is a uh, information from MarketWatch article 
Uh, People with greater financial stress have more symptoms of depression and anxiety than those who aren't financially stressed, according to a 2013 study published in the journal Anxiety, Coping, and Stress. And John Hancock's data reveals that financial stress is triggering physical and psychological symptoms like anxiety and sleeplessness for roughly, this is crazy, guys, 60% of the workers out there. Six out of 10. That is unbelievable. I think this goes a lot back to what Amber just said. And that's, you know, I think a lot of people do get, um, I mean, it's not fun to work in a job. You just feel like you're stuck in, you know, like I gotta just, I gotta do it to pay the bills. You know, it's no choice. I got no choice. Um, I mean, I just talked to our dad who kind of re- echoed these sentiments to us, you know, and he worked in a job he hated for his whole life and he, but he had to, he had no choice. That was his response. And that's just like, man, I, that's not a life that's fun, you know? And I think you can kind of get down in the dumps and depressed and anxiety because you're just waking up every day miserable. Next one we could talk about is it can raise your blood pressure. And here comes the physical side of some of this stuff. In an article on health.com, a 2013 study, again, from the Northwestern University, found that adults aged 24 to 32 who had high debt-to-asset ratio, meaning that if they sold all of their belongings, they still wouldn't have enough to pay back what they owed. And if that's you and you feel bad, they used to be in the same boat, all right? We've, I think we've all been in that same boat, no question. But they says it also tended to report poor health for those people in general. They also had significantly higher blood pressure, a risk factor, obviously, for heart disease and stroke. So, again, more science, more data just pointing to the fact that if you're regularly taking on this much debt, living paycheck to paycheck, dealing with financial stress on a regular basis, it's it's drastically increasing your risks for some major complications as you get on later in life. There's no question. Oh, I don't doubt this stat at all. <laughs> um, <I've, laughs> trust me, I've I've done the blood pressure thing, and I'm like, whoo, okay, this is uh, the stress will bring it right up, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, calm right down. So I believe it. If you're stressed every single day with your finances and and everything else in life, definitely have that higher risk for that for sure. Up next is migraines. Now, I've never suffered from any migraines going through financial stressor, luckily enough, because my wife does, and they are they are terrible. But uh, going back to the MarketWatch article that we talked about earlier, a study released in 2017 found that for many people, financial stress is related to getting more migraines. Indeed, people with a certain genetic variation of the so-called clock gene, it helps control things like body temperature and levels of stress hormone, cortisol. About a third of the population has this variation. But these people are more likely to get migraines in times of financial stress. So, you know, again, headaches, fatigue, uh, all being caused by some of your financial decisions and those poor behaviors. This is a great example of, I think, you know, and I know when we were going through it, you know, I had a myriad of some of these issues um, and you don't really, you're not really thinking, you know, man, I'm getting these headaches all the time, but you can't figure out why. And I'm not saying debt is the reason, but it could be. Um, it could be part of the problem that's adding all this stress to your life. Um, so I think it is important to take note, you know, when you're having these issues, if you've been going to the doctor and, you know, you know, kind of like what I said earlier is you don't realize because you're just used to being in debt that it's causing you all these things. Maybe take a step back outside of yourself and just kind of say, you know, 
try to imagine what it would be like if you had no bills and how does that feel? And then can you turn that into a reality? Yeah, most certainly. And I think, you know, it kind of, kind of like what we talked about with the food and, um, you know, once you start experiencing some of those wins and, and some of those positive things happening, I know at least for us, and maybe you guys can talk about this too, but I know at least for us earlier on, those wins were probably some of the best wins. I mean, we talk about all the time how building that first emergency fund, just having an extra $1,000 in a savings account, how much stress that just relieved from our lives. And people are always like, well, it's not even that much money. Well, for us, it was a mountain of money because we just were poor savers. We just didn't, we just couldn't do it. So having that money there, I mean, and just being able to know that if something happens, we've got something to fall back on as opposed to nothing that little thing alone, or even just having a budget or knowing how much your expenses are on a monthly basis, knowing how much you owe. I mean, just talking and doing about a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show, I think would ease a lot of the stuff that we're, we're talking about here as far as how this affects your physical health. There's no question. All right, guys, we're going to come back with three more ways that debt could be affecting your health right after the commercial break. Stay tuned. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important. But where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning. Things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today. Hey guys, we are back talking about seven ways debt is making your health worse. And before we get there, guys, I know we just played that commercial for the Debt Freedom Planner. And I just got to give a huge shout out to a lot of people who are starting to use that planner. We've been getting such great feedback from people who are just starting to put their budgets in there, do their debt snowball list, um, write down their expenses. Uh, the comments on some of the Facebook posts have been uh, pretty awesome. So keep sharing those wins with us. We absolutely love them. So the next area that could be affecting your physical health is ulcers and digestive issues. Now, Amber and Ryan, we already talked about this. We didn't really have any of these issues when we were in debt, but it's not to say that you aren't having some of these issues. Obviously, ulcers can be caused by lots of stress, but according to an Associated Press poll showed that people who are under high financial stress are way more likely to complain of ulcers and digestive problems. In fact, 27% of them said that they had these issues already because of the financial stress that they were experiencing. The next one is disrupted sleep. Well over half of both women, listen, this is crazy, 68% of women and men, 56%, say they lose sleep at least occasionally because they are worried about money, according to a survey on creditcards.com. Now, I'm 
right there with these guys when I was deep into debt. In fact, I can remember sleeping in, well, trying to sleep, I should say, (laughs) in that brand new house that I had bought that I lost a foreclosure, worried about making those car payments. Also worried and sitting up at night like I'm stuck in this job. How am I ever going to get out of this, have this massive mortgage? And I remember losing countless nights of sleep just, just thinking about some of this stuff. I feel like this was number one for me, for sure. And it would really upset me when Paul was snoring beside me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I just wanted to punch him and make him feel my stress at the same time. <laughs> That's we like just snore. like a knife digging in your back. Like, I'm sleeping in your <laughs> I'm laying here stressed about how we're going to pay this next bill and you're snoring. Sleeping like a baby. <laughs> All right. The next one is avoidance of going to the doctor. And this one, I don't see when I was getting out of debt, the health insurance situation wasn't quite as bad as it is right now, at least in my opinion. Um, you know, going to the doctor didn't seem as expensive. And I also had some insurance that covered a lot of those things. So I, I wouldn't, I didn't deal with this one in my own personal situation, but it's not to say that other people aren't, especially in this day and age, as medical costs are constantly increasing. Uh, in fact, it's the number one cause of, of bankruptcy or medical bills and even foreclosures. But, uh, a lot of people avoid going to the doctor from an article of self Inc. 56 million Americans have trouble paying medical bills, inhibiting many from seeking medical help even when needed. Nearly one in five Americans say they either considered skipping or skipped going to the doctor because of the inability to pay the bill. With the rising cost of health care, it's easy to fall into the cycle of debt, poor health, and then more debt. Focus on getting your finances in order so medical bills don't destroy your credit is their recommendation in this article. And that is absolutely Correct. And that's one of the things that we talk about. I think medical debt is probably one of the areas that you really can't avoid in your life. I think at some point we're all going to have some sort of medical bills, but doing a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here will ease a lot of the stress that you'll feel when you do get those bills. You can essentially bend without breaking. And and our family is, um, we're, we've experienced this. Uh, our daughter had complications when she was born two years ago. And a lot of people say, well, Brad, you're just great at personal finance because you guys have just this perfect life and nothing's bad ever happened. And that's just not true. We've gone through some pretty crappy stuff. And uh, we were able to get through a lot of those medical bills. We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of medical bills without going into debt. We were able to make a plan, get them paid off. Took us a little while, but uh, but we got it done. But kind of like what Ryan said, going back, if this would have happened like 10 years ago, Man, that would have been a really scary situation for our family just dealing with that debt. So I can totally relate to this statistic. There's no question. This is, I mean, this area here, I mean, I hear I hear this from people. Um, I mean, I know people who have said, you know, you got to be really sick to go to the doctor in my family. You know, you got to really, I mean, you got to be really sick. And, um, you know, even, even with insurance, with the skyrocketing cost of insurance, you know, there's some new plans out there like health savings accounts and some of those things. And all those are great plans, but they also, if you're not good at managing your money, they may prevent you from going to the doctor because some of those come with huge deductibles. And so, you know, a thousand or $2,000 procedure suddenly is like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, which potentially then could lead to a 10 or 20 or $30,000 bill because you keep putting it off. So got it. So true. And I mean, with this, we, we did this too. I mean, we didn't put off emergency type stuff, but I definitely remember 
certain things that we wanted to do that we were just like, eh, we're just going to wait because we don't have the money. We don't have the money instead of just getting it taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Most, there's no question. I mean, we're, we're both self-employed in our house. So, I mean, uh, the insurance is always a conversation here and it's something that we got to be careful of. Like for instance, if they order labs, like if I go get just a regular physical yearly, you know, just your, your normal doctor's appointment, if they order lab work, like blood work, it's easily $800 going to my doctor. If I go outside and I get it done independently, I only pay like 250 to 300. So, you know, those are things that we've learned along the way, but yeah, there's no question. Like if you're living paycheck to paycheck, a seven or $800 bill just to get blood work done, that, that could be crippling for a lot of people. There's no question about it. So again, it, it, it just serves more of the purpose of what we're talking about here and why a lot of this stuff is just so important because it really does affect your health. You know, we talk a lot about that personal finance is a keystone habit, meaning that when you change your personal finances, when you improve them, when you get on a plan, when you pay off debt, when you reduce financial stress, you're not only going to see the benefits in your bank account, but you're going to see them in your relationships. You're going to see them as a parent. You're going to see them in your health. You're going to see them in your mental health. You're going to see the improvements at your job. You're going to see improvements, I mean, in your entire life. It has this giant ripple effect. And I think you're going to find that, you know, when we open up this podcast, you're going to be like one of those individuals who might be eating a lot of junk food and you start doing some of this stuff and you're like, wow, I woke up today. I feel pretty good. Like we're going to have some, some wins today and we're going to actually make some things move. So uh, again, I hope this podcast today serves as a purpose to hopefully give you some motivation. Like, hey, we got to change some of this stuff because it's not just the bank account and the numbers that matter. It's it's everything that's involved. For me, and and you know, you you all may agree, but for me, this is like the biggest thing that we ever did that changed our life on all those fronts. When you talk about health, all those things you just listed, um, it's one of the main reasons I I wanted to do this podcast and and share my story because. I didn't, I never would have thought it would. It was just more like, yeah, getting out of debt sounds cool. And then I can buy more stuff. Like it was kind of really superficial reason to get out of debt. But once we got through it, it's just radically changed our life in so many different areas that I just, it's just, I don't think people realize it. Like we said earlier in this podcast, but if you can get out of that and do it, you're going to just see changes across the board, across your whole life in every area, I think is going to improve dramatically. sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show and these celebrations are proof that normal everyday people are doing the crazy stuff we're talking about on this show and they are improving their personal finances we're going to kick it off with diana lopez paid off another credit card this week huge win only five more to go you got this keep it up sandra simmons saved one thousand dollars to our new home improvement fund for new floors heck yeah way to go that's awesome uh, Shelly Caldwell, haven't used a credit card for almost four weeks. Paying cash for everything is rough sometimes, but I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, that's huge, Shelly. Congratulations to you. We, we talk about that on the show. It's like, don't try to wrap your head around just being debt-free and living a life without payments. It's hard at first. So just start with the first week. Start with the first month. And that's how you get on this roll. So that's great, Shelly. Great job. Mary Southard paid $61.28 towards debt. That's awesome. And I included that win because some people might discount that and be like, oh, that's not big enough. Like, I can't celebrate that. Hell yeah, you should celebrate that. It's a step in the right direction. That's awesome. Great job, Mary. 
Gretchen Majera, I paid $436.89 towards debt this week. Awesome. Way to go, Gretchen. Congratulations to you. And Sammy Shoper paid $1,600 towards school loans and saved $400 to my emergency fund. Heck yeah. Way to go, Sammy. Still a climbing. It's, uh, it's awesome to see. And congratulations to all of you who are working so hard at reaching a stress-free financial life. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, hey, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.